Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Subject to Change is here. And today we got a big time guest in the building. He will be fighting Bryce Hall. We got Austin McBroom on the podcast next Saturday, June 12th. Austin, what do we what do we call you? I look you up on you know Google and I see professional basketball player, YouTuber, boxer. What are we going with? Hey, whatever you want, man. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to do it all. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So a lot of our fan base obviously is basketball related. Uh, and, and when I looked you up, you know, initially, uh, you know, we saw that you hooped at, uh, was it Eastern Washington first? Bring me through your kind of basketball Yeah, career. so I kind of had an interesting path. Um, so I first started out at Central Michigan. Um, I was there for a year because my coach ended up getting fired. Had a really solid year, freshman year, averaged about 12 points, um, started. And then I ended up transferring to St. Louis University, uh, for uh, Rick Majerus, but when I transferred, um, the moment I stepped foot on campus, unfortunately he passed away. So I didn't get to play for him. I played for his assistant um, for two, yeah, two years. Uh, Cause obviously I redshirted the year and I played two years, my sophomore year, my junior year, um, had a really good junior year, um, was averaging like 16 points. And then I ended up transferring a third time because I graduated early to Eastern Washington. Um, and I finished it up at Eastern Washington, averaging 20, almost 22 points a game. I was top 10 in the country in scoring, top 10 in the country in three points made. Um, so I had a really good year my last year. That's amazing. And obviously, like, you're really good. Like, we can all we can all agree that. I know Jordan plays that. He's about to play at UNLV, and, and he's good, too. So that's, like, no joke on this podcast. Like, we know that you're a hooper. But so w- take me through there. Like, last year finishes, you average over 20 points a yeah. game. Like, What's the decision? Because you obviously yeah. going for the, you, like, what, what was that transition like? Yeah. So obviously, like I said, basketball is like my love, my dream. Like I've always wanted to play in the NBA. That was like my number one goal. Um, so after my senior year, averaging 22 points, um, I tried out for about six, seven NBA teams, like real workouts, tried out for the Lakers, for Brooklyn, Denver. Um, and then when the draft came, unfortunately, I didn't get drafted, but they were saying, you know, go to the D-League, go overseas. And at the time, um, my senior year, my wife, Catherine, she was pregnant. And so I was like starting a family and I was like trying to figure shit out and, you know, trying to make money and trying to do it all. Um, And so when they were offering money to go overseas, I was like, the money that they were offering just wasn't enough to bring my entire family out, you know, for seven, eight months. And so then that's when, you know, another door opened, um, thank the man above. And I was just randomly on YouTube seeing these young dudes like buy really nice cars. And I'm like, how are they doing this? And at the time, uh, me and my wife, we had a decent Instagram following just from, I guess people called us relationship goals. And so when I was watching these YouTube videos, I was like, man, if this kid can do it, I can do it. And I just had fire. I had a lot of fires because I didn't make it to the NBA. I didn't didn't get drafted. So I was like, yo, if I'm gonna get into this, I'm going to be the best at this. Since I didn't make it in basketball, I'm going to take all my anger out and be the best at this social media stuff. And so I talked to my pops, which is like my best friend. And I told him, look, I can always go overseas next year. I mean, just take this year off and see how the social media shit plays out. And next thing you know, we, I haven't looked back since. <laughs> so yeah, where, where does that start? You know what I mean? Cause you're, you're locked in and you know, we relate on a basis of basketball is your life. That's your job. I mean, it consumes so much time. And then for you to completely transition into the social kind of world, which is crazy. And we'll get into that, but like, how did that look? So it was immediately YouTube and you just started kind of jumping on trends with 
with your wife, Catherine, I believe, and just doing different videos. What is that? early? Yeah. So like, year at the time, time, yeah, at the time when we first started, it was really because, like I said, we didn't I didn't understand the YouTube game. You know, it was still really, really new. Um, and it was really about just following like the trends and the, and the and pranks. Pranks were like hot back then, about four years ago. They were really hot. And so we were just following what everybody else was doing, um, doing pretty solid. The first three months were kind of slow for us. Um, and then there was one video that kind of like went viral. They call it you know, viral nowadays. Um, it was a prank video and that, that did really, really well. It kind of you know, took us to a next level. But then there was a moment where I was like, yo, what if we just filmed a vlog of just like our family, just in the house, just chilling, just being us. And we filmed that video after the prank video and that family vlog ended up getting more views than the prank. And that's when I was like, yo, this is the way, this is the move right here. And at the time, no one else was doing it. And so we kind of paved the way for, you know, family channels. That makes a lot of sense. It's, it's obviously worked a lot. Give us some numbers. Cause like if our audience who doesn't know you like flex on us, like yeah. how many subs, followers, like. So at the time the, in the first, yeah, in the first three months, uh, I want to say like the first couple of videos, we had, I want to say around like 15, 20K views, which is really good starting out. It's really, obviously nowadays everyone's doing it and it's much harder to get views now. But back then, like I said, it was around 15, 20K views first couple months. Um, around the third month, we were getting around 65, 70. I think the prank video did one or two million. And then after like the six, seven months, it kind of went crazy because we hit a million subscribers in like eight months was which, which at the time was one of the fastest channels to hit 1 million followers. Um, and then from that point on, it kind of just kept going and going. And now so you guys got like 19, eight. right? Yeah. We're at like 19 right now, close to 20. Um, I would definitely say the ACE family is one strong ass army. I always tell them like we, our fan base is, is pretty wild. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Before we before we move completely away from basketball, uh, thoughts on LeBron? Are you keeping up with the finals or the uh, playoffs right now at all? Um, you know what's interesting, bro? Like ever since I put the basketball down to pick up the camera, it's just I don't know, man. Like obviously, I still love basketball, and right. I would love to to go and play and and do pickup games. But I'm just so focused on, you know, our brand and trying to build and, and create a life for my kids that's really hard for me to take my time and, and, and get back into it and, and watch, even though I still do just because I have boys that play in the NBA. Yeah. Um, but obviously I do know, I heard yesterday, um, my videographer was telling me that the Lakers are out now, which is, I was like, wait, what? They lost? Right. I didn't even, I, yeah, I haven't been keeping up. But once I heard that, I was like, oh, that's not good. And then the Clippers um, are down as well. And Paul George is one of my good friends. So I'm just like, how are the Clippers and the Lakers out of, about to be out of this? Yeah. So it's crazy. I'm hearing that more and more from people like they're getting away from like like being as obsessed with watching and it's like either player you're kind of getting into other stuff um changing gears though a little bit like we're going to talk about your fight and we're hyped about that obviously and yeah. want to hear all about that stuff but this Sunday we have the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight yeah. uh I know that like there's different times you want to fight Logan you've been like you're just involved in the fight game yeah. at this point um what do you think about this fight as a whole entire thing? You're obviously down in Miami early enough. Are you going to be yeah. there? Like what, what's your whole plan there? Um, I think it's entertaining. First off. Um, I think this is where the sport is going to be more entertaining. Um, everyone keeps asking like, who do you think is going to win? And my honest opinion is Mayweather is a legend. He's a goat. And 
I don't think anybody will beat him from here on out. It just doesn't make any sense. He's 50 and 0. And why would he end up losing to Logan Paul? <laughs> um, but Logan does bring an element of, you know, entertainment. He's, he's great at it. Uh, the event should be massive. I'm excited to see it. And it's a week before ours. So. Yeah. So do you think, you know, the sport of boxing, is that where it's going where you have, you know, for a while now, it's no secret. Boxing hasn't been at the forefront of like entertainment and sport. Like it's just been since, you know, the Mike Tyson days. I mean, really people just haven't been excited now that you're shifting into celebrity boxing. Do you think that it's shifting to where there'll be kind of two different entertainment and professional boxing, or is that going to kind of merge? You see yeah. Jake all thinking about really like now he's got showtime and it's, it's yeah. beginning to be more legit. Where do you think it's going? Yeah, I think for sure merging uh, is the answer. Um, right now there's a lot of, you know, boxers that are trying to get into the social media world and vice versa. There's, you know, us social media guys now getting into the boxing world. And right now, obviously it's, it's super hot. Um, and I've been blessed over the last three months since I've been training to have met some professional boxers, um, Leo Santa Cruz, Regis, um, Danny Garcia, Mikey Garcia, um, Evander Holyfield. I was with him last night and, and these guys are telling me like they want to, you know, get into the social media world. They want to create YouTube videos, which is, you know, which is smart um, to help build up their brand and create more hype around them. So I think for sure this, this whole boxing scene, the entertainment scene, it's, it's for sure going to merge. Um, and who knows where it's going to go. It kind of has to, like now that you're seeing it and, and they have good people, like you're taking it seriously. Logan and Jake say what you want about them. They're taking it seriously. We'll see like what happens with the rest of the fights, like on your card. I, I want to get into that too. Like if they're taking it as seriously, but if you have influencers who have these huge followings who are taking it seriously, and now you have some of these boxers too, like Ryan Garcia has a huge following and he's like the up and coming guy and Floyd's always been big. So I, th I think it's important that we mix them. Um, but with Logan specifically, are you friends with him? Like, did you ever call, did you, did you want to box him at one point? Like, was he kind of the first yeah, person you called so, out? Yeah. Um, there was actually three people on the list. It was Jake, Logan, and then Bryce. Um, Jake and I have spoke about fighting years ago. Um, and then after his Nate Robinson fight, him and his team decided to go and, you know, fight real fighters. You want to call them or UFC fighters, whatever you want to yeah. label. Love well, Ben Askren, but I think you're probably beating Ben also after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then he did that. So then there was an option of, of Logan. By the time Logan was still balancing out, trying to figure out the Mayweather situation. And then Bryce was last on the list um, because obviously right now on social media, it's just really hard to come by popular guys on social media that are, you know, getting good engagement and, and having real fan base. Um, you know, women are just taking over social media. Um, so, you know, respect to all three of those guys for even being on the list of trying to figure out, you know, who would make the most sense and get the most, you know, buzz. Um, and then once Bryce, once I selected Bryce, it made even more sense because we're both on two different platforms. I'm on YouTube, I'm on, he's on TikTok and it just makes sense. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Does, does Logan have any shot in hell at going the distance with, uh, with Mayweather? Because Mayweather, I mean, the way he fights and, you know, you watching and, and learning last, uh, you know, few months here, he's not a heavy hitter. He's never been known to, I mean, he's, had, he's got his own knockouts and stuff like that, right. but he's been evasive his whole career. Is this going the distance? And if it does, doesn't that kind of lean towards Logan Paul's favor? Because 
he went the distance with the champ? Like, because there's no winners, right? Right, right, right. I think um, it's interesting because Logan's a big guy, right? right. Um, Mayweather is super crisp, super sharp. He's going to move around. He's for sure going to bang up Logan a lot. Um, I just don't think there's going to be any crazy blows where, you know, Logan gets dropped. He's just, the size difference is just way too crazy. Um, but it, it's going to, it's going to go later in the rounds. And obviously Logan's going to come out on top just because I don't think Logan's going to be able to really touch him like that. <laughs> if why, no one else can are, touch Mayweather, Lo, Lo, Logan can't touch him either. <laughs> why are there no winners? Like other than a knockout, like it's an exhibition and everything. Why do they um, do that? It's because, yeah, it's an exhibition. Um, I'm not sure. Logan's last fight was without headgear. So it's all about the commission, bro. Like the commission controls everything we do. Um, we're still trying to figure out rules and regulations to our fight just because we don't, you know, it's our first fight. Right. Um, and they come in and they want to protect themselves. So what happened? Like, just humor me. Like, what happens if Logan wins? Like, what does that mean for Bob? <laughs> That's insane. Right? Um, it's not impossible. He's huge. Yeah, it's just. Mayweather's a different breed, man. He's, yeah. he's a champ, man. He's <laughs> right, 50 and 0. If he, if like it said, is it fake? If Mayweather happens, has fought like... the greatest fighters in the world, and he's still here at, at this stage. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like you're saying, if a miracle just happened, if Logan pulled out a magic trick, yeah. um, it, it would be probably the craziest story out. <laughs> no one would believe it. I think everyone would say it was fake and there was some money oh, behind it. Of course, it. that always yeah. comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then again, you never know. With this day and age, you never know what could happen because of that, because yeah. of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's shift gears now. So let's let's get into why why you're on here right now is because you are gonna fight Bryce Hall, uh, who, I, you know, he's got he's got like a split. Um, I don't I don't even know how to say it. Like his fan base is split on whether they like him, and there's a lot of people who hate him. But he said on No Jumper that he's not worried in terms of going into a fight with you because you. You won't publicly say that you're going to beat him or even really make a prediction. I don't know if since you've done that, but like, what is, what does that mean to you hearing that Bryce thinks like, you know, this is no big deal. I'm going to dust Austin off and then move on to my next fight. Yeah. He's all cat, man. Um, people don't really know, but he's been running for me for months. Um, and it finally took a little bit of persuasion and the team and everyone else to, get involved to really let him know that this is a great opportunity and uh, he definitely needs the money. So for me and everyone else that knows it's more of a money grab for him. Um, he's a loud mouth dude, but he really doesn't believe in it. He's just, Wait, what do you mean that. he needs the money? He, he needs this money. Like he, he doesn't make money like that. Really? Cause like, he, flex, he flexes as much as he, as he possibly can about, you know, He's doing different deals with labels or TikTok yeah, and all this. No. You really, you think he needs this fight much more than like yeah, you? No. I'm, all I'm going to say is because a lot of you guys obviously don't even know when it comes to platforms and what people are getting paid or maybe you do. Right. Um, but just to give you a little bit like TikTok, actually not TikTok, sorry. Triller pays for his rent. So he's living because of Triller. He don't pay. He doesn't have a home. Without Triller, he'd be probably homeless or living with his parents. So that's why I'm saying is like he needs this money. Like this money will be able to buy him a home or buy, right. be able to help his parents, which is great. Like we respect to him for even taking the deal and getting in the ring. So it's charity like, for you. 
Yeah, it's charity work. That's what I'm saying. And like, for me, people don't realize for me, this it's a bigger play for me. Like, I haven't really shared too much of the situation, really the real situation and why this, this event and this boxing means so much to me, this event coming up. But after the event, I'll kind of explain more. Um, but it's, it's all about opportunities, right? Setting yourself up to get to a different level and another level and another level. Um, so, yeah. How, how did this all come about? Like, I, I know you said you had the list of the Paul brothers and then Bryce was on it. Is this all like Austin McBroom, you know, making this whole fight happen? Did somebody approach you and say, hey, celebrity boxing's like on the up? How does this work? Yeah, so at the time, honestly, it was kind of, it was kind of due to COVID. <laughs> the quarantine thing kind of was interesting because everyone who knows that creates content at the time, well, still, it's really hard to, you know, go outside and, and be around people during COVID and come up with ideas to film. And so I was just in the house and I was like, man, like, if these dudes are, you know, getting into this boxing world, like, why can't I? It's just almost the same situation back when I was, you know, looking at YouTube. And anything I do, you know, when it comes to hard work and dedication, just like, you know, when it comes to being a D1 athlete, you got to have it or else you're going to, you're not going to do well. Right. Um, and so... Once I, you know, kind of took that step into it to, you know, doing this thing, I was all in. I'm like, yo, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna train hard. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, try to fight someone that, you know, has popularity to where once I fight and beat him, there could be another play. And yeah. uh, that's kind of how it, how it just started. Yeah. So break down, break down the purse if you don't mind. Uh, break <laughs> down what this looks like because you know people want to know what you know yeah. money's floating around. Uh, break that down for me. Um, that's kind of my story. Uh, oh, that's, so, so that's post fight. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's post fight. Um, Bryce Bryce claims he's making more money than me. Uh, but <laughs> is the money he, in like, boxing just insane? Well, I think for this situation, because there's so many big names involved, and there hasn't really been an event with you know for this event. There's like 16 top, you know, social media guys. So it's not like you're just watching the event just for me and Bryce. You're going to watch the first fight because, you know, anybody that's that knows about the fight, you at least know one person on the card, which is interesting. Right. 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 And at the same time, due to Bryce's fans and even my fans, we're going to actually have girls. The first time where girls purchase pay-per-view buys. Right. Um, which is interesting. I've never heard of girls buying, you know, a Mayweather fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they hate that shit. They don't like seeing guys get beat up, but it's you exactly, guys. Exactly. Walk, so this right? could be the first time where girls, guys, like, who knows? Like, being in social media, social media is so strong that when people get behind something, it could be scary numbers. Right. And so, you know, social gloves, people that are putting on the event, they're really believing that this is going to do really well. You know, 1.5 million buys more. They're thinking it could get close to 2 million buys. That would and be so, you know, two, two, You know, 2 million buys, that generates, you know, damn near almost 100 million. Yep. So the numbers are really crazy. That's um, like that's what Jake's Bryce, last fight. That's what Jake's last fight got, I think, right? Like yeah, I think seven. it was saying around 70 or something like that. I'm not, I'm not too yeah. sure. Um, but, you know, that's the reason why uh, fighters are getting paid so much, why Bryce is getting paid $5 million. And I even said that, you know, if he happens to beat me or knock me out, I'm willing to give him a million dollars out of my purse. Um and so I'm saying on a record, I've been saying that for, for every interview, and I'm still saying to this day. And I actually told him, like, look, if I knock you out, you got to do something for me. Right. And so there was two, there was two options. I, there was two options I gave him. I, I said, that. you can 
you can take your million dollars and donate to a charity of mine, or you can let my cleaning ladies go on vacation for a week and you can come and do what they do at my house. Yo, <laughs> that's amazing. There's no shot. There's no shot Bryce Hall has that in him though, right? Like he's just going to donate. Like I, I almost wish you didn't give him I would yeah. I love the, I love the cleaning. I wish I heard about it. And I'm like, I that you should have just kept it there, but he's definitely going to do the charity, huh? Right. Yeah. I mean, whatever option works. I mean, as you know, like you just said, he don't think he'll do the cleaning, which I don't think either, but maybe he doesn't want to give away his million dollars. I mean, cleaning my house, maybe only a couple hundred bucks. I don't know. <laughs> oh right, my right. God. Uh, who, whose idea was it for the toilet paper yesterday? So Austin had Bryce Hall toilet paper last night. I saw who, whose idea was this? <laughs> so at my birthday party, I had a birthday a week and a half ago. Uh, my wife surprised me with a birthday dinner and I had my family there. And they also surprised me with these gifts. They're called like gag, gag gifts or yeah, something yeah, like gag that. Gifts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my aunt actually got me the toilet paper. And I just remembered oh bringing it to Miami for the trip. So I was like, eventually I'm going to make a video with it. And so that's how it came about. That's Savage funny. gift from, uh, from your aunt. Um, <laughs> Is this by 100% going to happen? Like, everyone keeps saying, like, what, Logan Paul three months ago was like, it's not going to happen. I think that yesterday there was some TikTok drama. Like, is there any chance this fight doesn't happen? Yeah, well, the Logan situation, I think that's more of a little bit of some some jealousy there, some hate, you know. Jake and Logan, they really feel like they're the ones who paved this way, which they've had a lot of, you know, success with this and they've made it a thing but there has also been other youtubers that have been boxing that people just don't know about um so i think that has a lot to do with what them boys have been saying for the last couple months um and wait what was that the second question you asked uh, is it gonna happen oh is it gonna happen yeah. Stuff, yeah and so yeah business insider i guess um reached out and they were i guess they mentioned that we that social gloves got a cis and deceased letter or something like that, uh, which we all know, I think everyone has gotten one of those <laughs> and that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Um, YouTube is hundred percent behind us. I don't know why TikTok isn't. Um, yeah. And so business insider and social gloves and live X live, the people are live streaming to kind of use it as a marketing tool um, to make it even bigger. But this event is definitely happening. We're eight days away. No one's stopping the event. It's rolling. Is there, is there real beef here, Austin? Like, you know, boxing has this like narrative of, you know, there's a lot of buildup and stuff like that in marketing ploys. But is this beef for you? Like, do you really not like Bryce Hall? Yeah, um, I think it first started out. It's interesting. You guys might laugh at this. Um, when I first mentioned him as one of my picks, um, he kind of got butt hurt a little bit. His ego is really big. And now that we're, you know, this far in, I found out why he was so hurt about it. It was because my fans, they digged up an old photo of him at my Ace Family charity event two years ago. And so he was at the event sitting front row with the VIP lanyard. And I don't even know how he got a VIP lanyard because I didn't know him at the time. I don't think no one knew who Bryce Hall was at the time. So he was actually a part of the Ace Family. He was a fan. And so when I called him out, he kind of looked at that like, damn, like, you're going to call me out, bro? Like, I've looked up to you. I'm your, I'm like a fan. You know what I'm saying? So I think from that moment, he kind of like had this thing towards me and always been like talking shit. And he's gone even further and said some shit about family. And so I think that that point, it kind of turned into real beef. And it's at the point now where I just don't like the kid. Obviously, he's young. He does stupid shit. And it's going to be one of those moments where, you know, I teach him a lesson. 
what uh talk to us about your like training camp because like it seems like you're taking this seriously like, what's that been like is this a big adjustment like what what's the whole entire training camp been like yeah i'm gonna be very honest man it's been a crazy adjustment just because like i said i picked up the camera almost five years ago and i haven't been athletic since then like my basketball charity event we threw at staples center two years ago i literally did not practice for it i showed up and just played and i haven't like i said i haven't worked out i haven't like been running nothing up until three months ago. And so everything had to change. Obviously us athletes can get in back into things quicker than other people, but I've really had to, you know, work as hard as I can, as if I am, you know, back in college. And so this has been a real challenge for me and I'm really excited to show people what I'm capable of June 12th um, because I know I'm ready. Like I said, I've, I've, we've, the, the, this calendar, the schedule right now for the last three months has been wake up, around eight, run about four or five miles in the morning. Then I do some cryotherapy. Um, then I, like I said, I have a chef at home. I've been eating really well. I've lost 12 to 15 pounds. Um, then at night we train in the gym um, for about three hours. And after the gym, I get like some therapy done on my body, just rub down and stuff. So it's like that Monday through Friday um almost as you know Jordan just like just like college man it's crazy right. it's really crazy did that did is this whole experience re-energized like like you said you haven't really been athletic since five years ago when you got into YouTube and everything does this re-energize you to a point where you're like I want to keep fighting is this like maybe uh you know a continual like thing for you where you go in and out of doing this or not because I know having a family that's got to be a little bit different decision because this isn't basketball you know we're kind of prima donnas when it comes to getting hit and being physical but boxing you know that's some real stuff yeah it's an interesting question because my wife always talks about this is your only fight right like you're not <laughs> trying to do this you're not going to keep doing this and I'm just like well if it makes sense you know if it makes sense and you know I think in life it's all about transitioning um and social media is you know it's it's like this bro like you got to really diverse yourself in this game and I'm trying to really set myself up for my kids not to not to have to worry about anything. Um, and this boxing money is is different. Um, it really is, and it's just another avenue for me. Um, and the YouTube thing, as like I said, I've been around for five years, and it's kind of not getting old, but it's getting tiring. Um, it's really, you know, it takes a toll. It takes a toll on your mental. Um, for also, crazy. tell me about tell me about YouTube just real quickly. Like, is it just constant? Cause like I have a channel, but it's like, you know, 10 K subs. I just try to yeah. mess with it. I just don't have time or yeah. I mean, I do, I shouldn't say that. Cause I know you, is it just too much? Like you're just constantly doing something and thinking about it. Yeah. It's a lot of everything, bro. When it comes to, especially for us, because we have a family, we have three kids right? and people don't realize how hard it is to create content with three kids and, and be able to be on their schedule. Cause they're, they're our boss, bro. Like they don't, want to film we can't force them to film right? right and we've been so blessed with them and we've you know they've literally grown up like my five-year-old daughter she's a superstar ll is a superstar like she's she carries us like she really does she loves it she always wants to film my my two-year-old she is the one she's different she doesn't like filming she'll tell us she was like i'm not doing this i'll leave <laughs> and yeah. then now my my one-year-old he's about to be one soon um, he's kind of just, you know, he's, gonna be a young. Star. he's getting into it. And so 
Yeah, man, it's, it's just really tough just because creating content, people don't realize you got to be really consistent in order to, you know, grow. And talking about being consistent, you're uploading, you know, three videos a week, if not every other day. Um, and being able to come up with ideas, different creative ideas to film. Because if you film, I think we have over 600, 700 videos on our channel. It's like, how do you keep coming up with ideas? Eventually, you're going to run out, right? How do you keep right. being creative? Right. And how do you keep being how do you keep being in people's heads for them to watch you? You gotta, you gotta be likable. Um, and with so many people doing it, it's like, how do you stay, how do you stay up? Were you editing your stuff at the beginning or was it always somebody else you knew? <laughs> that, that's a great question because everyone always asks me like, yo, who is your team? Like who edits your stuff? And it's me, bro. I've been doing everything from day one. I film, I edit, um, been doing it for five years. And I really just, it's hard for me to, give someone else, you know, our narrative. Um, and especially like I said, filming with kids and having someone else edit my kids. Yeah. Um, I kind of protect them in my own way and I protect my wife and how she looks and having girls in the video is completely different to just me just waking up in the morning. Um, and so, yeah, I think it just protects us all the way around. Um, I would love to find someone who can literally edit and see how <laughs> I see, but um, I also enjoy at the same time too, bro. Like I love creating content. I love seeing how it comes out at the end. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's been, it's been me. Um, I do have a team that creates, um, uh, more like movie style, uh, shooting and, and takes nice pictures, um, that does stuff outside of like my YouTube channel, which is cool. Right. Um, but it's me. And as far as like how we film, it's kind of interesting because we film edit post same day usually people will film and then post like a day after two days after, but we like filming in real time just because we have so much going on. And if you like hold on to content, that content is kind of old. Right. That's yeah. It's all time sensitive always. That makes a lot of sense. I respect that hustle. Um, we've been going for a minute, but like what, uh, tell us what's going to happen. Like what's going to happen next Saturday when you fight Bryce, give us the whole, are you going <laughs> to whole routine? Yeah, let's, let's um, hear it. When are you knocking him out? When are you beating him? What's, yeah, the, celebrate? So What's the party after my, look like? Yeah, my coach, he, you know, we get this question every day. He believes that it'll go in the second round. Uh, he'll get dropped in the second round because he wants me to go in the first round, be patient, take my time, be relaxed. But I just don't think he has no chance at all. He's very unathletic. He's not coordinated. He's flat-footed. Um, I don't know what he's on him. Have you, you seen him dance, him? Austin? I don't. He's pretty coordinated. You seen those old dance videos or no? <laughs> no comment on that. But but I will say that yeah, he's in trouble. Uh, I don't, I don't think it will go past the first round. If it does, um, it's only because he got lucky and he he has a strong chin. Um, but second round, he should be done. He should be out of there. And then he we celebrate. We yeah, celebrate. You guys should actually come. You guys should actually come to the fight. I'm not sure what you guys are doing, but you guys are more than welcome to come. Is this out a real the invite? The team, yeah, the team already mentioned how they'll take care of you guys. So how many tickets you need? Um, pull up. There's a lot of people coming. It's going to be massive. Um, don't want you guys to miss out. And then obviously the after party, we all got to get together and, and celebrate. I mean, we can go to Miami. That that's not, that's no problem here. Um, you got to do that. <laughs> wait, Jordan, who who do you have winning? You got to get your prediction now. Who I have winning, I think. Yeah. Like, okay, and not only just because he's sitting on the on the show right now, but just the sheer fact that he is a competitive athlete, and not only like I know Bryce brings up this whole I was a wrestler and this and that. 
to be at, at the college level and the professional level is a way different story. And Austin being there, no matter what it is and how like I've seen how locked in he is, I got Austin in second round. I'm going to go with your coach. I don't know shit about boxing, but I'm yeah. going to take Austin in the second round because your boxing coach thinks so. So that's that's my prediction. All right. All right. And I, I like that. I'm not going to lie. Before I really got into it, I had Bryce originally. Steroids really? jacked out of his mind. I was like, oh, okay, he's going to pull this off. But, but now that I'm – But hold on, hold on. Let me cut you off real quick. Hold on. Let me cut you off real okay. quick. So I'm confused on that because some – obviously you got people that think like you. Why do you guys think that muscles have anything to do with boxing? No, it was an early pick before I got to see the training. <laughs> and he, he is he is training. Like I'll give him credit. I see him with Taylor. Yeah, I see of course. Well, I hope. I hope. Well, if, he, like, if he's not training, he's gonna get hurt. You better. <laughs> well, be. I think I thought he might Nate Robinson it and like come in like this and Nate, friend of the podcast. <laughs> to be honest, Austin, everyone who's been on this podcast got knocked out. We had Nate and we had Ben. Oh my god! So <laughs> wait, have you you haven't interviewed him yet, Bryce? Yeah. We're hoping to get Bryce in the next few days. He said okay, he was going to get him, then he's going to get knocked out. Yeah, you got to get him. No, but I'm they saying you're be, get... it's not going to be me. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> Austin. Exactly. Either way, we're not worried. We're not cursing anybody here. Okay, yeah, we're not worried. <laughs> ben, ben Askren, I guess, forgot to tell us that he just wasn't doing anything except eating hot dogs in Wisconsin. Though. He oh, tried man. to tell you that. You didn't listen to him. Yeah, he did kind of <laughs> tell us that. But, but really. That that's yeah, not good yeah i hope bryce is, is definitely not doing that it looks like he's training which is good so we'll see yeah, we'll I, see but i agree with you as long as you've been training he's gonna come in crazy yeah get through the first round and then i i, I have you winning the second round I, we're all on the same page the basketball player is gonna win this one yeah okay he, that's good i'm glad you got your own side yeah has, has he publicly said like or not said but has it come out that he's taking steroids tom mentioned that i know that's kind of no i think that he actually got off of them um, yeah he's off but he admitted that he took because, yeah 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 i think he's admitted it several times um i don't think people i think it's kind of old news um right. but but i think that it's interesting because after he stopped doing it he lost a ton of weight which i think that's what it does to you i'm not sure i've heard from a lot of people that you get off steroids yeah. you lose you obviously lose everything um and so he dropped down. He actually mentioned to the team that he wants me to drop even more now. And I'm like, like, wow, you want me to be at my lightest? You're that nervous? Like, he wants to fight at 165. Um, what are you right and now? I was, I was, I was at, I was at 180, and then I've dropped um, 12 pounds. I'm around 168, 170 right now. So I'll probably lose a couple more pounds. We have to be within, you know, so many pounds in order to fight um due to the commission but we'll be right there i don't know why he's so worried um yeah we are we are fighting with 16 ounce gloves so that should help him but that, that won't help him you know too much but he'll be right there. all right so we all got austin austin we hope that you crush it uh next week but real quickly before we get you out of here i saw you were training with tyron woodley today and he obviously just announced that he's gonna fight against jake <laughs> paul that's like the next big fight now he's like a world champion jake's obviously won his last few fights what, what did Tyron say to you and how's he feeling about fighting Jake Paul? Um, it's interesting because I was running on the track this morning and he happened just to show up like randomly. And I was like, oh, what's up, bro? And uh, so as we were leaving, yeah, we were just chopping up, talking about, you know, this is his first, this is my first boxing event. This is actually his first boxing. And he was just mentioning how, you know, he has to, you know, get used to the stance because the stance is different than UFC uh, and how he's just super excited that he's going to, you know, take this shit serious and, it's, you know, he, his fight's not until August, I believe. 
you know, since Jake is one of my homeboys, um, I just told him, you know, Jake is coming, bro. I hope you're ready for this shit. And I actually posted a story with him to, to fuck with Jake. And um, to make the long story short, <laughs> I'm not sure if I should be saying this, but I was heading to the Barstool interview and the Barstool guys hit my team up saying, hey, Jake's here. If there's any beef between him and Austin, um, I just want you to know that he's here. And so when I posted that, he actually hit me up like upset about it. And I'm thinking like, out of anybody, bro, you know, the game, like, right. You know, you know, you know, you know what it is. Like no one's I know you're not taking this shit serious. Like out of all these people that are talking shit about you worried about what I'm posting, like your right. homeboy. And so he ended up uh, making a post or something and we end up seeing each other. He walked out and we end up running into each other. And uh, he, he posted some like shit about my family. Like, People, when it comes to social media shit, like they always have to go to my family just because they know that gets attention, right? right. And so he did that, which I didn't expect him to do because we've been boys for, for a minute. And I kind of just approached him like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And we kind of got into it. And yeah. I'm only saying this because the video is probably going to end up getting leaked. Um, and it's going to probably be everywhere. But yeah, so it was- So it was, that happened today? Yeah, it literally just happened like right so before you I and Jake have been boys forever. And now you just had beef today, kind of. Yeah, like real beef. Like, yeah, I, I shouldn't be saying too much, but you just so you guys know, you may see the footage if it comes out because Barstool, they filmed everything. Our team filmed okay. everything. His team filmed everything. I'm assuming that someone's going to end up leaking it. Um, so, yeah, on the, just... On the horizon, on the horizon here, is there possible... I mean, now, like... 1,000%. You just announced right? you guys are fighting. <laughs> so you knock out Bryce Hall in the second round. And then is, is there a possibility, even though you and Jake have been boys, that this is a showtime event between Austin McBroom and Jake Paul? I think that's a possibility. Um, I just don't know, man. He, we were supposed to fight a couple years ago. We've been talking about it, and he's kind of gone a different direction. I'm not sure if he's worried about me or not, but um, – he has to choose opponents. He has to choose his opponents very wisely. Um, if right. he loses, it could be over for him. So he, he knows, just like you guys are saying, I'm really athletic. He's seen me move around. Um, and like I said, I just don't, I just don't think that, I just don't think he wants that smoke. <laughs> but if, if he calls, if the team calls, Austin McBroom saying, yeah. Oh yeah, we're going to run it for sure. Okay. We're going to run it. it it's, it's definitely a possibility. But like I said, I just don't think he wants that smoke. Um, like I said, who who knows what the future holds after this after this event, after Bryce Hall loses, um, there's gonna be a lot of opportunities, and we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I I love this. This is this is our this is breaking news, I guess. But I know your wife's gonna hope that you just knock Bryce out, you know, get on <laughs> with it. But I mean, hey, I would love to see personally. I'd love to see you versus Jake, but you know, we'll see what happens. You guys, you guys think you guys think that you think you guys think that would be massive? Massive especially yeah. if you do what you're supposed to do next Saturday, you yep. knock Bryce Hall out, you Jake Paul. And if Jake Paul beats Tyron Woodley, which we don't have to get into that. I don't, yep. I don't even see that happening, but if it does, I mean, we're talking about pay-per-view records. You're talking about maybe the biggest fight, you know, at least in, in this era ever. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's it's go time. It. Let's run it. <laughs> let's run it. I love it. This is good stuff. Hey, before we get you out of here, I know we want to kind of just run down the card real quick. Uh, won't take long. And then you just tell us, you know, your kind of predictions for this. Yeah. All right, all right Tom, cool. So, go ahead and take this. All right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll run down the whole entire card. You tell me if anything's changed. I know this card, I feel like it, it keeps changing. But 
We'll start with you, Austin McBroom versus Bryce Hall. Who you got? Myself. All right. That's well, easy. Gib, Gib versus Taylor Holder, if that even happens, because it seems like Gibbs 300 pounds or something. Yeah, we'll see, bro. They the weight thing is such an issue just because the commission won't allow us obviously to fight at any weight. Um, but they all been training hard. I'm a, I'm assuming they're not gonna come all the way from UK to Miami and, and not potentially fight. So I think they'll be okay. Um, I think that fight's interesting though. Um, Taylor has probably the most experience on the card, but Gibb brings some interesting movement to the game. Uh, he's a very orthodox fighter. Um, so it could be interesting. Um, ah, you know, I'm on the YouTube side, bro. I'm going with Gibb. All right, Taylor, first round knockout for me. Uh, Deji versus <laughs> Vinny Hacker. Are you just gonna go all YouTube that. guys? I got, yeah, I got Deji. Um, I love Vinny though. He's a good dude. Uh, I respect him, but I think I think De Deji got in the back. Okay, I'm worried about Nate Wyatt on this next one. DDG versus Wyatt. Yeah, I'm, I'm also worried about Nate Wyatt. Um, DDG's about to give him the works. Yeah, that feels like a tough one. Uh, Faze Jarvis versus Michael Lee. I assume you got Faze. Yeah, poor poor Michael Lee. I got Faze. Okay, you can't pick the YouTube one on this one. Tanner versus Rylan. There's no way Tanner wins this. Hey, Tanner's a little feisty one, man. He a little he feisty. Is feisty. I've, I've heard, he is feisty. I've heard Rylan's a scrapper too. Um, this should be a really interesting fight. T Tanner has a lot of heart. Um, I got to go with my boy Tanner. Did I miss any of them? Those are all the fights, right? I thought there's a K Kale was on the card at one point. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Johnston and Kale, they're fighting. Um, I'm going Kale, with Ryan like, Johnson. Wants, yeah, Kale like wants to get knocked out. It sounds like he's like, oh, I'm not going to train. Whatever, man. That's yeah, he's just a, he's just a he's just a character. He's, he's yeah, that's playing. hilarious. He's playing so the I'm, role. A few other ones, and, real quick. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. Uh, Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. Um, ooh, ooh. Um, since we have beef right now, um, I'm gonna go with Woodley. Okay, Austin McGroom versus Jake Paul. I'm gonna go myself. Connor McGregor versus Jake Paul. I'm going with Connor. All right, close it out. Logan Paul versus Jake Paul. Who wins that fight? <laughs> I got beef with Jake right now, but I'm gonna go with Jake. He he's really to me, to me to me he's the better fighter. Logan's bigger, but I think Jake is taking this shit more serious and he's a better fighter. Yeah, and if you lose your little brother, it's over for you. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Thanks for picking all those. Those are awesome. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having awesome. us on the show, man. Yeah, we appreciate it. Everybody, make sure you tune in next week for another episode. Austin, you were the man. I loved it. I appreciated meeting you and you taking out a little bit of time. I know you're busy right now. Austin, how can oh, everyone watch the fight next week? How can they watch that? They just go to my Instagram and click the link in my description. In my bio, sorry. Descriptions, YouTube, but in my bio. <laughs> awesome. And uh, before you guys leave, make sure you guys reach out to um i'll have you i'll set you guys up i'll put you in a group text of the team and figure out how to get you guys hooked up out here and get you tickets so you guys can be here for the event hey my man we appreciate well, it you're going above and beyond for us but hey real quick for the ig we're taking a, a quick little there it is love it appreciate you my man no appreciate you guys uh, yeah awesome, nice man. Thank you. all right everybody that was another episode of subject to change we hope you enjoyed it we sure as hell enjoyed recording and meeting austin uh, hopefully we're going to all be in Miami uh, come June 12th and hopefully you guys are watching. Stay tuned for more episodes. Peace.